Welcome everyone. No, redo. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Just keep that in there, honestly. That was my welcome to the Disney Plus or Minus podcast. This is the reason that Danielle <laughs> really does the intro. This is how we're starting. This is yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. This is it. <laughs> this is a professional podcast. Um, this is real and this is me. This is real. This is me. Still I was actually going I was going to sing and then I decided not to because I was in the car with Jess the other day and I started singing and she turned to me and she said, Oh my god, I didn't realize you were singing. I thought something from my car was scraping on the floor. And oh she was one hundred percent serious. So I'm not gonna <laughs> sing on this podcast anymore. Oh my god. I would never say that to you. Please. I know you wouldn't. My voice sounds the same. It's also a car. Yeah, your voice also floor. sounds like something scraping on the floor. Hers doesn't though. So uh, privileged. Yeah. Am I right? That's rude. I know. Seriously. Well, anyway, sing I'm ready want, to please. just get to it because now, now I'm just thinking about my singing voice. Okay. All right. All right. Um, all right, folks, we did an interesting movie this week. I think it was interesting. I um, think so. Right. We, yes. we did horse sense. Um, Natalie, you you chose this. Do you have like any reason why you chose this? Um, I literally think I was going through that list that we had made at the beginning of all the movies and I saw it and it sounded like it wasn't going to be similar to any of the ones we'd done before, which it wasn't. That's true. Um, and I'd never seen it. So. Excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also had never seen it. And so when she suggested it, I was like, sure, it's going to be fun because we don't know what we're in for. <laughs> Well, our pre-movie thoughts are going to be so interesting. I, mine are very boring, I think. Well, because we both <laughs> haven't seen it. But exactly. here's what Disney Plus says. Spoiled Michael spends a summer at his cousin Tommy's Montana ranch. Honestly, gives you information. That, that adjective before describes Michael. You don't even have an opportunity to make oh, your own opinion no, of him. You don't. <laughs> Not that the Not opinion that would be any different. <laughs> Thank you for taking the words out of my mouth hole mouthful um yeah not that your opinion should be or would be any different but they just they let you know right off the bat but also can i just say not even no i didn't even write this in my pre-movie thoughts this one-liner already threw me like whatever i thought horse sense was going to be is already Same. not what it's going to be right i didn't think it was going to take place in montana but you know what it did here it is so the initial release was november 20th 1999 which is fun fact the I believe this was the movie that came out right after Don't Look Under the Bed, right? Yes, immediately following the, the next one. Um, it so, was less than a month later. Yeah, because obviously they do the spooky one in October and then the one about horses in November. Yeah, duh. <laughs> That's how it works. The uh, category is drama and coming of age. It is pretty dramatic, honestly. Oh, yeah. 100%. An hour and 32 minutes. 59% on Rotten Tomatoes. They're all getting really in that range, 40s yeah. to 60s. I'm going to have to do uh, some sort of analysis on this. I'm going to throw some numbers in a, in a bar chart. That's about it. Uh, oh, we should absolutely <laughs> do that next. But I really With the I'm mean, curious. median, mode, and range. Exactly. You got to know. So my pre-movie thoughts. I said, literally never heard of this movie, but I know there were many horse movies that came out when I was around this age, so maybe it got lost in the sauce. Wow. There's a 16-second promo Disney released, so it wasn't quite a commercial. Well, I guess it was like one of those 15-second ones that I watched. Didn't give anything away, so they really kept this one under wraps, but unch. Wow. Maybe we should cover that one next. But unch. 
again. Oh man, <laughs> I I have no words for that. Um, very good joke. Very good. Thank you. Um, but we really should cover under wraps soon. We can't tell because if we okay, release clues. Right. Right. Okay. You'll never see it coming, folks. You'll never see it coming. Um, so my pre-movie thoughts. I also had no idea what this movie was about. I never saw it and I never wanted to see it. Like, I feel like I had vaguely heard Horse Sense. I think more also like when once Disney Plus came back, um, it was like one of those things that was thrown around and I was like, I don't know what that one is. I really have no care for it. Um, truly, I really thought it was going to have like horse girl vibes, which in my book are not good. And I know that sounds really judgy, but like we all know like that horse girl, you know, um, and I just, you know, that was never a thing you want to be in elementary school. Here's what I have to say about that. And you've already commented on this many times. I do not think I am a horse girl, but I am going to throw horse facts at you throughout this or maybe once or twice that I learned in horse camp and do not judge me for them. You've said this before. You're like, oh, so you're a horse girl. You're a horse girl. It's, I'm sorry. Let you me went to horse clarify. camp. Horse camp was five days long and I did it thrice thrice that's a lot thrice. yeah it's fine my niece is a horse girl now so i guess mm, that makes sense what goes around comes around that makes sense what does that mean yeah, you live in, Flo- they live in florida yeah they do uh, so it makes sense <laughs> god you can't see my face but that i was attacked i was just attacked verbally i felt like i was attacked it's fine let's start this gosh darn movie let's go so we start the movie and there's like all cows on screen and then they show a cast iron pan that's like making eggs this breakfast looks amazing and yeah truly it sets the tone like you're on a ranch okay yeah no there's no doubt about it now you know now you know that breakfast did look amazing i thought that about it multiple times in this movie same same um yeah and we see this little boy you know he's a little cowboy he's got his cowboy hat and he's talking to his mom we presume it's his mom you know it's his mom and he's going to beverly hills (laughs) he's He's going to see his cousin yes and i immediately recognized this kid's face but more than i recognized his face i recognized his voice i feel like maybe we have the same thought oh you go on and i think i have something different slightly more of a fun fact so two things when i looked up this kid because i really recognized his voice first of all he was in this movie called jack frost absolutely which is like this movie about basically a snowman that comes to life that is not a famous movie i think at all but for whatever reason i know that i've seen it at least 15 times same no he's in that yeah Okay, why have I seen that movie so many times? It's not like the most popular, I, whatever. Second thing, this is the most important, is he is the voice of TJ from Recess. Amazing. Incredible. I love that fact. Amazing. Is that, is that the last thing you know about this person? Yes. Natalie, he is a Lawrence brother. Every boy in this movie is a Lawrence brother. All three Lawrence brothers are in this movie. Oh my God. They're all brothers. <laughs> So I know Who's we haven't the gotten there yet. So it's obviously the cousin, the two cousins. And then uh, this is jumping ahead, but there's the scene at the airport when in Montana and he runs into a boy and that is the third Lawrence brother. Oh my God. Yeah. Know that. All of them are in this, which is just like amazing. Again, if you don't know, now you know. Now you know. So yeah, this movie is full of Lawrence brothers. <laughs> 
So, right, this kid is getting up at the crack butt of dawn, and his mom's like, come on, you're going to miss your flight. He's going to see his cousin. So we cut to now his cousin, who in drastic contrast, they oh, make man. as clear as possible, he has a maid making a green juice for him as his breakfast, and he is wearing a sweater tied around his neck, which is an absolute look. Even before that, he's getting up to an alarm clock that is set for 1215 in in the afternoon. Right. Sorry. I have forgotten. <laughs> it's literally like it's 1215. Get up. And I'm like, wow. Like not only are you just like getting up late, like your alarm is set for 1215. Like this was your intention. Right. Um, yeah. But it's because he's in college. So he has class like the middle of the day or whatever. True. And his mom is like, before he leaves, she's like, hey, don't forget you have to pick up your cousin from the airport later. And he's like, yeah, I got it. Yep. Um, so now he's in class right yeah and he, he's he, sitting with this girl that, yeah i think before that he had made some comment to his mom like it's i had to hang out with gina and then she was just like who is gina oh, and yeah. he was like it's my girlfriend i've been dating her for like two weeks and she's like i don't care about gina go pick up your cousin and he was like okay so you then when who we else get- doesn't care about gina <laughs> who doesn't care about gina me dude <laughs> gina <laughs> we'll get to it Ooh. okay we're in class right and so we presume this girl is gina and they both get like those little blue books back that you from all those tests that you take in college and they both look at them and they both look pretty upset we see um what's his name michael we see michael's grade and he gets a d and he's like oh man and she's like oh man and like that's it they like literally don't care and i'm like okay they so are don't you, care at all. are you both dumb you just both don't give a shit like is that it i wish i wish i could not care like that i right? really do Literally I would have never. been so much less stressed in college if I didn't care. Same. Same. It I don't I can't relate to Michael. If it or Gina. wasn't a one hundred, I probably cried about it. Okay. I wasn't that extreme. No, I, I was my faults. Uh <laughs> no, I was. Have we talked about like the Natalie page limit on this podcast? I don't, I don't think so. All right. Well, we're, um, you can explain though because it was explained to me. It was for my class. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. So me and Natalie took the same program in college, but she was like the year ahead of me, even though we're the same age. I don't know. Whatever. She's smart. She transferred. Who knows? Um, (laughs) So I took all these classes like a year after Natalie, basically. And so we were taking this class. I don't even remember what it was. All I know is that Jasmine was teaching it and people were asking about like homework assignments and on like the homework assignments, there was like, just like, you know, some guidelines, like you should write it in Times New Roman, 12 point font. And someone was like, just like, you know, wondering like, should we have like, how, how long should these like responses be? You know, like how, how long should this take us? Like, what do you think? And all of a sudden our professor was like, okay, like, (laughs) please, no more than four pages and we were like four pages like that's a lot like it was a couple questions we were like who the hell is writing four pages and we're like okay she's like no really like after four pages I will stop reading we're like okay like are are you good like she like seemed like upset about it she's like there was just someone last year who just (laughs) if you didn't give her a page limit she just didn't stop and that person folks was fucking Natalie (laughs) that is me that is me. I definitely turned in a couple assignments where people wrote like one to two and I definitely wrote like seven or eight. No. And she would just like be, <laughs> but the thing is like, I had a lot to say. Just don't, just don't say it. I know. <laughs> I've, I'm learning that now. It's just like, yeah, I'm learning that now. 
Well, less I appreciate is more. appreciate you for your four page limit because I was like sick. I don't have to write anything more than four pages. Yeah, I made a page limit for you. Okay, there was no longer a page minimum. It's I true. now you. It knew. was a page maximum. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so Michael and Gina, it's their two week anniversary. So Hold she wanted him to come over to like do something. And he's like, oh crap. Like I got to go like meet my cousin. Like it was already a half hour late. He, it, it was right after she had given him a two week anniversary gift of a fucking like obviously very expensive watch. I was like, who does this? Who is like, what? Like, I don't yeah. know. She, so yeah. So she gave him this really expensive watch and then he realized what time it was and had to go run to the airport to pick up his cousin. It's very important to note though, that he left for the airport 30 minutes after he was supposed to get him. So if that sets the tone for how much he cared about his cousin's arrival, just keep that in mind. Yeah. So this little boy, we learn he's 11 later. So like, imagine a little 11 year old just waiting at the airport. Sad. Um, so he picks him up and they're in the car and clearly like Tommy is the little boy's name. Tommy's like trying to like catch up with his cousin. He has like a gift for him and Michael whittled himself, (laughs) whittled it. He whittled him a whistle because like years ago he like, they like had this like family reunion and he loved this whistle. So like he made him another one. Um, and he's like trying to talk to him and like, you know, give him this gift and Michael just keeps cutting him off. And then his phone keeps ringing. It's fucking Gina. Cause Gina's the fucking worst. Um, and like before they go home, they have to like make a pit stop to buy a gift for Gina, of course. Um, because not only does Michael not care about his cousin, he also apparently doesn't care about Gina because she got him a gift and he didn't get her one. So yeah, he forgot their two week anniversary. I mean, are you <laughs> kidding me? Okay. I would have broken up with him. Terrible, terrible boyfriend. Um, so they get home to Michael's house in Beverly Hills. It's this like huge mansion looking thing from the outside. Huge, huge. I think we're like having dinner with the family. Um, and honestly, like the, so the dad's not there. It's just the mom. Okay. And Michael and Tommy. And then like the maid is like bringing them food. Gotcha. She becomes a key player here. She does. Arlene. Love her. Um, the mom is like super nice though. Like she was like really excited to like, you know, have Tommy there was like, oh, I miss, I, I assume the mom and his mom are sisters. sisters. Yeah. yeah. So Michael's mom and Tommy's mom are sisters. And so she's like, oh, I wish, wish like your mom could have came, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, I think, how, do they leave yet? Or is that? So after? the dad comes in, says hello to Tommy. And then he's like, all right, you ready to the mom? Like they have to go to Palm, Palm Springs for like a conference or something. Yes. And so they literally just like leave. So it's just Arlene, Tommy and Michael at home. Mm-hmm. The parents are gone for like, couple days yeah i think they're gone until after tommy leaves they are and i think before this also um when tommy was still home with his mom he was like freaking out about leaving her he was just like what are you gonna do without me and she was like it's four days i think i'll be okay so tommy was only staying in beverly hills for four days right um so michael gets a call from gina and she wants him to like come over or whatever something like that and so he is like, all right, I'm obviously going to go. We, it's our two-week anniversary, and I'm obsessed with her for some reason. So he, like, <laughs> sets Tommy in this room where there's, like, a popcorn machine and, like, candy machine and, like, a big screen TV. And he's like, you know, have fun and leaves. Yep. And then we basically cut to this montage 
where Tommy is doing all of these things on his own because presumably Michael is leaving him alone every day. So he's like playing tennis on the tennis court. He's like cooking for Arlene, like yeah. making her Montana style food. He's teaching her how to lasso. Like they're clearly becoming very close. It's so cute. <laughs> I love the Tommy Arlene friendship. I love it. Um, but yeah, so we just get this like continuous montage of Tommy doing things on his, on his own. And one of those things that he does is he continues to watch movies in this like home movie theater that they have. And they make it a point to continually stack up the amount of like VHSs that Tommy has sitting next to him. Um, so I was just like, look, this is just an absurd amount of movies that this boy has sitting next to him. I was like, there's no way that he's actually watching all of these movies. So this is where uh, I thought it was time for a math bust. Math bust. It's time for math busters. Okay. So like I mentioned earlier, Tommy was only staying for four days. Um, so he didn't have that much time in Beverly Hills. And the first time we see the movies sitting next to Tommy, there's only like two VHSs there. So I'm like, cool, that makes sense. Um, the next Right, time- like he watched two the first night that yeah. Michael left him. Yeah. Which is like a, no- a normal thing. I could easily watch two movies in a night. Um, but then the next time we see him, there are, and I counted at least 20 movies stacked up sitting around Tommy. And I'm like, okay, it's a little much, but we'll continue. And then we get one more shot of this uh, same scene with like Tommy with movies around him. And there are now 40 VHS tapes stacked around Tommy. I'm like, okay. This Tommy's is, a movie critic. He's, he is. He's like, all of a sudden he's running Rotten Tomatoes, I guess. Um, so then after we get that scene, the next scene is Arlene um, talking to... Michael about how he's going away the next day so like we haven't even reached day four like we're still only on day three so it's assumed that uh Tommy has watched 40 movies in less than three days I don't think that's true so I uh looked up the average film and the average film runs between 90 and 120 minutes so I said let's call it 105 minutes why not Beautiful average. Thank you. Um, I multiplied that by the 40 movies I saw sitting around Tommy, which was 4,200 minutes. Uh, Divide that by 60 minutes to get the hours, and that is a total of 70 hours. Now, if you recall, we are here for three days at this moment, which is 72 hours total. And we know that Tommy didn't spend every waking moment watching TV because he was playing tennis, he was hanging out with Arlene, he was cooking for her, blah, blah, blah. So there's- Great deductive reasoning skills there. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, So there's just literally no way that Tommy could have watched all 40 movies in this time span. Not to mention that he obviously didn't watch an even spread of them because like we said on the first day, there was only two movies sitting there. And then the next day there was like 20. So that's like he watched 18 movies on the second day and then 20 on the third. An unlikely story. Unlikely. So um, I like to call this scene math busted. 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 Boom. There goes but I guess dynamite. Tommy must have really liked um, Don't Look Under the Bed because he rated it pretty high. 69%. <laughs> nice. That was all Tommy. It was all him. It was Tommy. All right. So one of the things that we learn is that Tommy really, really wanted to go to Disneyland, which like same, same. when I was in LA. <laughs> and Danielle took me. So thank you. I did. You're welcome. Um, but 
he finally, Arlene finally convinces Michael to take Tommy on the last day and they're on the drive there and Gina calls and she's like, hey, you have to come to the horse track. Like my dad is here. He really wants to meet you. So Michael drops Tommy at some like little kid's playpen and then goes to the horse track. Mm-hmm. And Tommy's like, a horse track? Like that's so like not humane. Like, um, you know. Yeah. He lives on a ranch. <laughs> and uh, anyway, to make a long scene very short, Michael is like, meets the dad and he's like, hey, I got to go because he has some sense of. But like not a lot. for right? like, And he like <laughs> hits a woman on the way out. Exchanges with info with her. Sorry. With his, sorry, his red convertible. He crashes his car into another woman's car. He doesn't. Sorry, it didn't sound like I said he smacked her. <laughs> Either he smacked her or he just straight up ran her over. Sorry. Which he, he did neither of. <laughs> I was so nonspecific. He hit her car with his car. Uh, and then he was like, I got to go. Here's my info. And yeah. left. Which I thought place. was suspect because he's like, here's my mm. insurance and my license number. And he just writes them on a piece of paper. And I'm like, you know, like your license ID number off the top of your You're head. Smart. It's really fucking weird. But like, all right, sure, dude, That's go like off. That's like when I am ordering stuff online and I'm like, oh, I have to go across the room to get my credit card. Oh, and no, people, that I know. you Me. are like, you don't know your credit card number? And I'm like, no. I very much memorize my credit card number. I buy so much shit online. I guess I don't. I guess I, I feel like to using PayPal when I buy stuff online because I'm always afraid it's going to be fraudulent. I and also PayPal use PayPal a lot too, and I still memorize it. Interesting. Well, I've I also love that for you. Thank you. I've also had like similar credit card numbers for the past like six years. So every time you get a new one, they only change a little bit. So maybe I shouldn't be saying this on a public platform, but <laughs> her credit card number is five five five. Seven seven zero 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 and the security code is six 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 thank you nice okay so tommy's in a uh, sorry michael's in a rush he crashes his car into that lady uh her car and then he goes and picks up tommy or he tries to pick tommy's up tommy not there yeah, at the play place whatever and he's like, what the F? And they're like, I don't know, some woman named Marlene picked him up. Which, honestly, you just let a random woman pick Thank up you. a kid, but fine. Thank you. I also said that. Fine. I was like, you're just going to hand him off to another person who didn't drop him off? Sure. So Whatever. he gets home, and he goes straight to Tommy, and he's like, are you kidding me? Like, do you know how worried I am? And then Tommy comes with the fucking dude. Oh, you have this quoted, too? Oh, oh do I have the he exact says, quote? I have it. He says, don't give me that worry routine. All you care about is yourself. <laughs> Go, Tommy. Oh my and he God. said, you blow me off to see animals abused. Oh, yeah. He was pissed, which, like, honestly, I understand. But I thought, wow, he's going to teach Michael a thing or two in Montana because I knew from the one sentence that he was going to go to Montana. That's true. That's true. Um, so, yeah, he was obviously pissed. And, like, at this point, I, like, fully support Tommy's anger and pettiness. Um, and I like yes. it. Yes. And also, I realized I was wrong about something before. The parents do come home immediately before Tommy has to leave. And the dad's like, oh, how was it? Like, did you have a good time? Like, and he goes, yeah, if he, you know, if he ever makes it out to the ranch, I'll return the favor. Yes. I loved it. Which he wasn't saying anything, but he was. He was. And I liked that little, like, little bit of sinisterness that he's got going on there. Also, he like leaves. Yeah. And when the parents came home, they obviously noticed that Michael's car was 
you know, had had a damage damage yeah damaged uh and they were like what happened he was like oh it was a hit and run you know and then they were like okay so like now michael's lying so i don't love michael well (laughs) so actually we get to the next scene the dad comes in the room and he's like i just got off the phone with your aunt and mike uh, tommy was really upset like you didn't do anything with him like we know everything like what the f and he has zero guilt yeah. And he's like, and then on top of that, the police show up. Yes. And basically, Michael gave false information, but the woman had like seen his license plate when he was driving away. So they were able to find and, him. Yeah. And so he has zero guilt about having treated Tommy like crap, zero guilt about the fake license plate. And then he goes, I'm just, I'm going to take money out of my trust and fix the Porsche. <sighs> that was a quote. Literally, I I feel like I had the same thought because he was because not only did he say that he also said that he was gonna like buy another plane ticket for Tommy to come back and I was like Michael you cannot solve all your problems with money like that and also not Tommy doesn't want to come back no he doesn't so they decide or the parents decide that um sorry this is where they decided right yeah it yes is. yes that instead of any apology or whatever the fuck Michael's trying to do, Michael is going to go live with uh, Tommy and his mom on the ranch for a month and work for free and basically listen to everything they tell him to do. And at the sign of his first complaint, they're going to cancel his lovely European getaway with fucking Gina. Well, yeah, it's like a school trip or whatever, but Gina's going and her dad yeah. is going and they talk about it on the phone all the time and they're like, we'll cancel it. And he's like, yeah. oh shit, all right, I'll go. Yeah. So he so. gets, next scene, he gets off the smallest freaking plane <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. It is. It's a really he small He gets plane. to, and I think this is what you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. He, he starts walking towards some truck or whatever. And he bumps into this kid who I wrote looks like Billy from Stranger Things. No, no. But you're saying it's his brother. That is the third Lawrence brother. That's the best wow. Lawrence brother, by the way. Um, the one he bumped into. Yes. That's the Amazing. other Lawrence brother. I was amazed. I loved it. Um, so the mom, I forget her name at this moment. Jules. But the mother, Jules. Jules. Right. Jules and Tommy pick up Michael. And they're about to go home but she has to stop at a savings bank and she goes in and does something we don't really know what's happening but she comes back out and like shakes her head to tommy like whatever she wanted didn't happen i assume maybe they were trying to get a loan for the ranch or something but we don't actually know yeah yeah Um, so we go in this pickup truck and we get to the ranch we do and we meet a couple key characters here key Um, characters We meet Mule, who was mentioned earlier by Tommy in the movie. Um, and he's just, you know, one of the guys that helps out on the ranch. He seems like a freaking sweetheart. He clearly, like, loves Tommy. He was, like, very excited to see him. Um, and then we get Twister, who is, like, clearly the guy who's going to lay down the law on this ranch. Um, and you could just tell, like, he, like, looks like um, Michael up and down. And Michael's, like, in this, like fashionable cowboy outfit like he's wearing his leather cowboy boots italian leather leather. and like they have this whole discourse about the boots and twister's just like boots are fucking boots man i don't give a shit about your italian leather and i was here for it honestly it was amazing yeah so tommy leads michael up to the room where they're gonna sleep which is actually tommy's room they have bunk beds so much room for activities so much room for activities (laughs) And basically, Tommy starts his revenge immediately. 
Yep. He is like, Michael, let me show you the TV and how it works. And we have so many channels. And he knows, he knows that they are going to be up at the crack acid dawn because they're on a ranch, yep. right? But Michael stays up watching TV into the wee hours of the morning. Of course he does. And when the alarm goes up at 4.30, Michael. I'm sorry. The alarm? I'm sorry. The chime. <laughs> the the that triangle Tommy that Tommy is like ringing in his ear. Okay, this was specifically traumatic for me. And the reason is because there was one year on the seventh grade camping trip that, first of all, so on this camping trip, we sleep in, they're kind of like cabins, but they're like mostly, like they're kind of outdoors, but they're kind of cabins. It's like one room. Right. (laughs) It is one singular room. (laughs) Like you are directly next to the outside world. Oh, yeah. And they wake you up with like all sort of drums and stuff. So I remember, and at like 6 a.m. and they let you go to bed at like midnight. So I remember this one year I got up, I got all the kids up. I'm gathering them where they need them to be gathered. And this one kid is standing there with a bongo under his shirt and he's just banging it as loudly as he can. And it was like 6, 12 in the morning and just truly far too early for that. My headache was so severe at that moment and I wanted him to stop so badly. And that's what this reminded me of. I'm so sorry. That's a terrible thing to be reminded of. I would also just like to point something out that's totally irrelevant. But whenever you say something is in early in the morning, you say crack ass of dawn. Yes, crack ass. You don't say that? I say ass crack of dawn. (laughs) Wow. Which I think I feel like ass crack is probably the real term, (laughs) but somehow got changed to crack ass. I don't hate it. I just noticed it and I liked it. Ass crack actually makes more sense because that's like a thing. The crack of dawn, you know? The ass crack of dawn. I don't know, but I can keep saying it my way. Yeah, it's fine. Just that that's all right. Well, that's weird. Yeah, whatever. All right. So Michael is immediately upset because he's so tired he Mm -hmm. slept only a few hours he comes down to breakfast the mom makes this beautiful spread eggs bacon pancakes sausage whatever so michael's like a butt he's like "Uh, do you have turkey bacon and the guy's like um bacon comes from a pig and by the guy i mean twister (laughs) twister (laughs) twister was not having michael shit at any moment yeah Michael's like, I'm actually going to hang back this morning. And they're like, "Uh, no, you're not. So Tommy brings him out to his first job, which is he has to take a pile of manure Mm -hmm. and move it five feet away. And it's like a huge pile. My question was, how did the manure get to that spot in the first place? And however it got to that spot, couldn't they have just originally put it the five feet over it needed to be? Yeah, I do. I do think yeah, I was also confused. <laughs> I had I have no response because I don't know why they're making him move it five feet. They were like, yeah, the people are going to come pick it up. I'm like, okay, then same, like what you said, like, why didn't you just put it there to begin with? It doesn't make sense. Right. Because that's not where it came from. It was a pile that had been collected. Yeah, clearly that's not. But like, whatever. Whatever. So he's using a shovel going back and forth. Obviously, inevitably, he falls in it. He's covered in manure. Tommy's kind of laughing at him, smirking a little bit. Um, and then and, yeah, they all come having a good time. No, especially because they all come like riding along on their horses and I don't know if it's Mule or Twister, but one of them says like, why didn't you just use like the tractor? And he's like, what? And like, uh, 
Tommy was like, oh, I thought you would have seen it. Like this whole time, Michael's just been using like, a you're shovel. you in college. And, like I thought you'd think yeah, that. Yeah, he's like, you're the one that went to college. I love that. Um, but yeah, like the whole time he was using like a shovel and a wheelbarrow and like he could have used apparently a better machine to have moved all the shit. Right. Um, and this is, this is where the antics continue. Well, so now we get inside and basically we find out through some conversation with the mom that they have to auction off the farm because they're in so much debt. Yeah. Um, and so the mom is kind of like, I mean, finding out basically that this auction thing is going to happen. Yeah. And then she told Tommy about it and like they're talking on the porch, but they, she specifically says to not say anything to Michael. Or right. To, they like, don't want to tell Michael. Yeah. But this is when the mom and Tommy are watching the sunset and then mm-hmm. Tommy's like, all right, I'm going to go to sleep. Because he has to wake up at the crack ass of dawn. Yep. And uh, so now just the mom and Michael are sitting there. And she starts to tell him like this sentimental story about a tree house that Tommy and his dad were making, but his dad passed away and they never got to finish it. And this little bitch falls asleep in the middle of her sentimental story. Falls asleep. Bruh. Falls asleep. I feel like Ross... Sorry, I feel like Rachel in that episode of Friends where she goes, you fell asleep after Ross fell asleep reading her 18-page long letter. Um, I was really pissed at Michael here. Rude. It was Mm -hmm. rude. It was rude. So literally the next morning, Tommy is scheming again (laughs) because Michael does not want to stay back and clean manure. So he's like, all right, I'll come out with you guys. I'll ride a horse. Yep. And he wants to ride the clearly wild horse, Thunder, right? No, it's lightning, but he doesn't know lightning. it's lightning. He's okay, like, isn't it weird that my brain did that? It was close, you know, it's fine. Like, that's weird. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway. So, yeah, so um, Tommy was like, you can pick whichever horse you want. And then Mike, he, he suggested, I believe, one, I think his name was like Slingshot or something. Yeah, and Slingshot. He's like, you know, a smaller horse. He's like not, older, calmer. Doesn't have that much like weight on him and so michael's like oh i'm not riding that horse like he's gonna break underneath me and then he's like i want to ride the big large wild one um and he and tommy specifically says oh we sometimes just call him black and we're like okay it's an interesting name so tommy tries to get on sorry michael tries to get on this horse tommy like offers to help him and like not even in a condescending way just like hey like do this do this and michael is just so resistant to getting help and it is so frustrating i'm like dude like you can claim that you know how to ride a horse, but like maybe you should let the kid who lives on a fucking ranch give you a pointer or two when you're getting on this horse. But that's just me. So Michael gets on this horse and out of nowhere, he just like, you know, kicks it like giddy up horsey, tries to go. And then this horse just fucking goes because apparently it hates to be kicked. So there you go. And it like whips him around so much so that it, it makes Michael flip over a fence into the pen where the bull is it's a bull right yeah bull yeah um so now michael has to like get out of this freaking pen over this fence before the bull impales him with his horns which he does he does he makes it one note i wanted to make here when he got on the horse so first of all as a as a a horse girl here i could tell you that you can tell by the saddle whether the horse is for you to ride english or western and normally the horse is like trained in one way or the other Western is when it has the saddle horn and you have one hand on the saddle horn, one hand on the reins, and you steer by pulling that one hand left or right. Sure. 
English has no saddle horn and you gracefully hold the rein in two hands and you just pull back with your left hand or your right hand to turn. Oh. He tries to ride English on a horse that is clearly western because wow. the saddle horn is there so anyway that was one thing that i noticed that is an interesting thing to notice and might even have even been on purpose because i mean this is totally just me assuming but i assume that like english is like fancier style kind yeah, of yeah like yeah when you do like equestrian you ride yeah, english exactly yeah. so that might be the way that michael knows how to ride right. but he doesn't know how to ride western right Wow. All right. So now we kind of get, it's not exactly a montage, but it's sort of like a series of scenes of things they're doing in the ranch. And one of the things they show is them branding the cattle, which I hated. I really didn't like one bit of it. No, they like body slam this cow to the ground. And then they I wish they it. didn't include this. Same. I was not happy this whole yeah. moment. But anyway, um, so we get to the end of the day and um, Michael gets off the horse and he's like literally can't walk because he's presumably so sore which honestly he's probably not being a little bitch like he probably is oh, that sore no that makes sense that's like yeah. valid as fuck that's like right. yeah no i mean i after i ride a bike for the first time in like months that's how i feel so right. <laughs> i can't imagine riding a horse for the first time in who knows right and so yeah. he gets off the horse and literally twister is like uh, hey, actually, you have to go on wolf watch. You have yeah. to sit on a horse for a few hours and make sure a wolf doesn't come eat the cattle. So they put the kid that doesn't know anything on wolf watch, which makes no sense. No sense. And so he's out there now. He's on the phone with Gina. They're like kind of having a fight because he's not really listening to her because nothing she says is important. Um, and he he's like not responding and like looking up at the stars, clearly starting to be a little mesmerized by the mm -hmm. fact that you can actually see stars. Yes. And she's like, what the hell? And then he like, hears a wolf and this whole, it's just like a whirlwind. Yeah. And then he falls off the horse and he starts running and the cattle are running and then he calls 911 and is like, there's a stampede. <laughs> and like, I just truly, I don't even know what was happening, but they're all like, you did a horrible job at wolf watch. And he's like, I know. Yeah. And his phone's broken. Yes. Um, I, have a, I have a couple. I know, I know you went through it and I'm going to go back to it because I have. Please. This. One, every time we see Gina when she's on the phone with Michael, she's like trying on clothes. She does nothing Always else. trying on clothes. She did her makeup once, but I was like, does this bitch do anything else? All she does is try on clothes. Gina has no depth. Um, and she's hanging out with Rachel all the time. I have a thought about Rachel later. Um, and then... I did appreciate Michael appreciating the stars because like who doesn't look up at the fucking sky and get like mesmerized oh like it just my does favorite thing about people. traveling because outside New York City you can actually see stars I know wait remember? like when we were in yes <laughs> so we were driving through Joshua Tree National Park at like oh 2 a.m. 2 a.m. yeah <laughs> and it's pitch black because it's a freaking desert with yep. one road through it yeah and we just at one point pulled over cut the lights and the four of us are just peeking out the window for what 45 minutes an hour oh yeah more? no we stayed on the side of the road for e easily 45 minutes probably longer like, just not literally, even speaking just staring no, just staring like looking you could see legit constellations it was crazy it was insane like remember when we were driving and that man was just walking on the road <laughs> Wait, were you where? asleep at that point i don't know oh my god wait because i was driving and our other friend was in the front seat and there was a man just walking on this one lane road where there was not an exit or anything for at least 25 miles in each Sir, direction what are you doing and he was wearing a helmet 
it was very confusing and there were coyotes so there were coyotes i i don't know where he is now but i hope he's okay hope he's okay anyway um all right so yeah. yeah so all that stuff happens or whatever and tommy tricks michael a couple more times with making him do more work than he has to yep um and then and- michael flips out on him he like is not having it he's just like i'm like fucking done like i know you're doing this on purpose and like i know i'm supposed to listen to you but like i'm done like i'm so fed up and then tommy comes back with there's nothing about you i like or respect and i was like which honestly same same i understand i understand but like they're just and michael's like well just so you know at the reunion i only hung out with you because i was bored fucking rude fucking rude just so sad Michael is now going on his own to do more f- more work, which honestly, there truly is endless work on a ranch, right? Like, yeah, always more things to be doing. Not the life for me. <laughs> so he's like building, you know, a fence or whatever ranch work he's doing. And Twister comes up to him and basically tells him that the ranch is going to be lost. Yeah. And literally immediately michael has a 100 percent turnaround and he starts to be concerned which i feel like is like considering his character i don't know if he would have changed that easily but fine i i accepted it highly unlikely but it's a disney channel movie so this is what we get um and we get this like moment of tommy and michael sitting on this bench that um right he basically goes to find tommy because now he feels bad that he was mean to him when this kid is losing his ranch yeah um then they're sitting on this bench that um tommy's dad made for them and they're looking at all the wild horses out in like the field or whatever and um what's his name tommy names every single one of them he's got names for every single one um and let's what's his name michael know about all of them and so they're just like sitting talking about these wild horses for a while and michael goes wow no wonder you don't like the racetrack they're so free here <laughs> like yes animals yes. they they can be free duh like oh the he he tries it's bad also one thing by the way when they first mentioned they were going to have the auction the mom found out that the auction was going to be in four weeks yes and so now the scene immediately after them being on the bench, the auction is going to be like the end of that week, like, right. It, or so the like, next week. It's going to be, yeah. So now we're like, basically we jumped about three weeks in time Yeah. and Michael leaves in two days and the auction is coming up. Yes. Um, so Michael is clearly upset, you know, for them. He like wishes he could try and help. So he calls his dad and i was about to get real pissed at this dad but i didn't um because so like michael tells him and he's just like oh yeah like i i know like i know they're in trouble and he's like what like you didn't do anything and i was like you didn't do anything but he's like no like we tried like i tried like you know lending them money but like they wouldn't take it they just have too much pride blah 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 they like didn't want to they didn't want their help basically so michael's dad tried so i appreciate that um and then they so weird so strange i don't know we're we're in the barn now with michael and twister and he's like 
offering him the idea for them to be part of some pyramid scheme. Like what? To like make money. It makes no sense, but whatever. It was kind of funny. Like it was funny, but I was like, is. this is your solution is a fucking pyramid scheme. Like MLM, right. like he so wants to the be their two own of boss. Them, right. So the two of them are in the barn and then the mom and Tommy come out and they're like, Hey, we're going to dinner at like so-and-so's house. Are you sure you don't want to come? And he's like, yeah, no, like I'm good or whatever. So they leave and he clearly is thinking like, what can I do to help? I feel terrible. Yep. And he like looks up and he sees the tree house. Yep. And my first thought was, oh God, no, please don't let him finish. Please don't let him finish the tree house. Yep. Like Tommy and his dad were making it. He is not going to be happy. The kid was trying to finish it on his own. Please don't do it. But what does he do? He, he finishes doesn't. the tree house while they're gone. So I'd like to read you my note, which is the same thing, which is, please. Betcha Michael's going to work on the treehouse while they're gone, and betcha Tommy's going to be mad at him for doing it. <laughs> Which, plot twist, they ter- come home, and he's fucking upset. He's so upset, he runs up there, he starts ripping it apart. He's like, he destroys it. supposed to do this. Yeah. Which, honestly, I would have done the same thing. Get your yeah. grimy hands off where me and my dad were. It's true. Especially because, like, they were, like, not on good terms. Like, I don't want your help, bro. Like, get out of here. Um, anyway. Uh, Michael is so on the phone. Cut. Yeah. Oh yeah. Phone. Yeah. <laughs> Michael's on the phone, the phone with, with Gina. Um, he's always on the fucking phone with Gina, and he's trying to like express how like upset he is for his family. He's like, "There's nothing I can do. Like they have to leave their house, and I'm going to Europe in two days." Blah blah blah. And she's like, "Can we talk about something like less depressing?" Lol. I'm gonna go hang out with Leonardo DiCaprio because Rachel's going out with him. And I'm like, "What?" what is this movie why is this something that's feasible anyway yeah, whatever um i hate gina and i think michael starts to realize that gina kind of sucks a little bit here yeah he's starting to realize it so i don't remember what exactly happened here but michael was somehow out watching the horses and like naming them to himself like he had memorized all the names and tommy comes running over and he's like the horse Tommy boy, the one he had named Tommy boy, he's mm-hmm. dying. Like we need to help him. And they like run over to like this, like quicksand or mud pile or something. It's like a, a mud pit. Yeah. And the horse is stuck in it. And basically like Tommy, like they tie a rope around Tommy and he crawls in and he gets the horse out somehow. They like do it together. They're all muddy. They hug. It's like an amazing moment for the two of them. I thought this scene was really fucking weird. I know. It was so weird. Especially because, like, there's a moment when Michael and the wild horse look into each other's eyes. They, like, lock (laughs) eyes. And they cut back and forth between his eyes and the horse's eyes. But they had a moment. They they clearly had a moment. But, like, it's supposed to be, like, moving and, like, stressful and dramatic. And, like, they're working to get this horse out. And it's it's literally just fucking weird. Like, Tommy's, like, sloshing around in this mud and like i don't know they're trying to wrangle him it's really strange but whatever they saved tommy boy he went and ran off and uh they like michael and tommy like come home with with their horse and they're all covered in mud but they're like happy and buddy buddy and and the mom is like this is great now but like go shower you're gonna miss your flight and he's like oh my god so he like runs and showers he comes back out and he's about to leave and tommy's like wait and he like finally gives him that thing he whittled that he wanted to give him in la so like they're bonded great you would think the movie would end here but it does not there is still much to happen much to happen so the next thing we see michael is not in europe where he's supposed to be going he's at the horse track with gina and her family right Um, he was not supposed to go directly to europe oh my bad i didn't know yeah so he's back in la at the racetrack 
Yes. And the horse is winning and everyone's excited, but like Michael clearly looks sad. Um, he's conflicted. like, he's conflicted. He really is. He really is. He's like, these are my people. And then they like go over to the horse that won and the horse starts like freaking out and everyone's like, back away. It's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you. And after a month on a ranch, let me tell you, he is now a horse whisperer. Horse whisperer. So he's like, whoa, boy, whoa, boy. Whoa, boy. And he like, he fully calms the horse down. Right. And then the, that scene ends. So it's just to show you, listen, he learned a thang or two, right? He really did. Um, and then the next scene is um, he's, again, conflicted, still conflicted. He's in his home. So he's conflicted. conflicted. And his dad or Arlene or someone, I don't know, someone tells him that Gina and her, her dad are outside getting ready to, like, you know, take them go off to, the to Europe, go to the airport. Um, and he goes outside, bags in hand. With his luggage. Bags in hand. I don't know. Um, and as he's approaching Gina, like the, the limo driver tries to like take the bags. He's like, no, 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 I got them. And then Gina's like, what are you doing? That's why we pay him. He, he, he. And then he goes, I'm not going. <laughs> and he doesn't go to Europe. Right. Which- and now we get again, which I wouldn't exactly call a montage, but a series of events where he sells his car. Then he like goes in and like signs away something on his trust fund or whatever. With and like the he's dad basically- from even Stevens yes thank you (laughs) and he gathers basically all this money and he's like goes back to the ranch right yeah like we next thing we see is like um the mom and tommy like packing up some boxes and then all of a sudden the door opens and it's michael and she's like michael what are you doing here um and he like gives her a, a check basically and she's i'm like at this moment i'm like dude you literally heard so many people say that this family will not take like handouts basically and like will not take help like what do you think is going to make them accept your help like you're no different but he's like well listen i'm not like i'm not giving you the money he's like it's an investment and she's like thanks but no thanks and at this point i'm like all right you need to stop trying because she obviously has her reasons like maybe the ranch is actually too much work without the husband or maybe it reminds her of him and he's passed away so she doesn't want to be there like exactly the way she reacts it made me feel like it wasn't just a pride thing right like she actually had reasons yeah um but anyway anyway so now yeah he one thing we actually didn't mention was that class he was taking all the way at the beginning that he got a D in was a class on like trusts and land trusts. Yeah, and I was going to just say that there's a stupid moment here. Sorry. They are looking through a trunk because like, they're like putting stuff out for the auction and Michael and Tommy like have all of like Tommy's like old school stuff and he takes out a report and he says, A plus, that's not bad. And I'm like, that's the best it could be. What do you mean that's not bad? Yeah. And at this moment, I just know that Michael was just fucking dumb. But this is what triggers Michael to remember, oh shit, I took a class and I might know a thing or two about trusts. Who the fuck knows? Right. So all of a sudden he just goes, he bolts. (laughs) Or no, sorry, he calls his dad. Who does he, what does he do? No, 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 he bolts. He He goes straight to the bank. He goes to the bank and he's like, listen, I know that you're like foreclosing a whole bunch of ranches. No one's going to buy them because no one has money to buy them. Let's do this thing that he doesn't say what it is. Like 
but they clearly have talked about it before we get to the scene. Let's do this thing because it's your best option money-wise. And the lawyer's like, or the banker's like, uh, maybe. Okay, whatever. Yeah. We don't know exactly what's happening, but he basically gets back to the ranch. By the way, he rode his horse into town, tied it up at the parking meter. Just wanted and to say that. paid the meter. He paid, paid the, the parking meter. Good for him. But I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, he has all his trust fund money now. It's true. And so he gets back to the ranch and basically he's like so excited. And he's like, listen, listen, listen. Like I got a land trust for this. Like this is now like the equivalent of like a, you know, like a, a wild reservation, a wild yeah, reservation. Like, like a, yeah. He's like, because there are wild horses living here, like they can't like take this land. Like it belongs to nature. Like you can still live here and stuff, but like, you don't, you don't own it anymore. Leave. Yeah. He right. said like, you don't own it anymore, but they will pay you to like maintain and live here basically. Um, so, and they also absolve all of your debt when it becomes part of this trust. Right. So, I explained that so poorly. <laughs> That's okay. But yes, exactly what Danielle just said so succinctly. Yes. So basically this is like a win, win, win fucking deal for the mom, which like, okay. I love this for them, but like, did no one else entertain this idea before this moment? Like they had, right. they had tried so many things. Like, did you not look into the, I don't know. I understand right. that things like this can be very difficult, but I just wondered like, why did the fucking 20 year old who got a D in this class know what to do anyway? Right. They stopped the we auction. End, right. Yeah. They stopped the auction. They're staying. And we end this with this very cute scene where Michael and Tommy are now building the treehouse together. So yes. cute. It's so cute. And that's the movie. That's the movie, folks. That's it. So my post-movie thoughts. Okay. I said I actually really enjoyed the movie a lot, especially the part about how being in a different environment for an extended period of time can change your outlook, like seeing something outside your sphere. Like, I feel like it wasn't like a crazy absurd thing that after 30 days he was starting to feel guilty about his lifestyle. I really liked that. That that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was different than a normal... Um, Disney Channel original movie, especially the parts on the ranch, like just visually it was different and mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it uh, and a different type of story, atmosphere, whatever. It made me want to ride a horse again. That was my biggest takeaway. My biggest takeaway is that you're a horse girl. Ooh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I said this movie wasn't terrible. I definitely, um, it's not my favorite, but like I definitely like enjoyed it a bit. Um, I like I'm not upset that this was like my first time seeing it, that I've like been missing out on something. Um, but I'm I'm glad to have seen it now. I really Same. was pissed at Michael so much in the like he was just so fucking annoying in the beginning that I think I was just like, what is this movie? And then somewhere in the middle, Tommy was like a little too aggressive and petty, but it's fine. Like they both came to their resolve and like they are both friends now, and I appreciate that. And it was like a really lovely, feel-good movie. And I also felt that like it had something different about it in terms of like yeah. Disney Channel original movie I think maybe I don't know I was gonna say because I feel like it's in like the earlier years of it maybe it doesn't mm-hmm. have that like classic like boppy Disney Channel feel right. you know it's and like maybe a, it like, hadn't been established yet yeah so I think that might that might have something to do with it I don't know but it did feel like a different vibe ish from normal Disney Channel movies um but yeah no it was good it was a good movie it was I think I would rate it. So we it. rate it as a, it was, it was, it was, that's it was, our official yeah. rating. <laughs> that's all I got. No, uh, you got more. You know what you have to say. I know I have to say. 
All right. So folks, you know where to find us. You can find us on social media platforms such as Instagram at Disney plus or minus all spelled out. You can find us on Twitter at Disney plus or underscore. You can go to anchor.fm slash Disney plus or minus and you can leave us a voice memo there. You can also make sure that you subscribe and rate and review. And yeah, check out um, our Instagram for clues for the next one. Leave us some messages about what you thought about Horse Sense or any of the other movies we've covered. Um, still taking Halloween costume ideas. Um, this one didn't really still give me that much, <laughs> that much ideas. So um, yeah, that's all I've got, folks. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. It's Signing off. Sayonara. Or riding off, maybe. Oh my God, riding off into the sunset, holding yes. hands yes all right which is interesting because in xenon there was a scene where they were riding a horse and now we did a horse True. movie so that's funny connections what's the next one gonna be Ooh. i don't know all right anyway thanks for listening bye bye, bye.